This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Strick. Strick and Austin? Austin, Austin and Strick. Strick. Austin and Strick. It's On you the Block. You are the That's man, but it doesn't matter because you're on the block. Yes, sir. You made it. You're on the corner of, what, 1040? 11th and 0. 11th Northwest and 0. corner. Yeah, right there on 11th and 0. Right. You're on the block. That's where you are. We appreciate you guys for joining in today. Austin Oren and I are just glad to be back because mm. obviously... It is Wednesday when Austin is not here. It's me and Nick Sainert on Wednesdays 2 to 4, but you've got Austin and I mm. on guess what day it is, Austin? Thirsty Thursday. Thursday. Always appreciative to have you guys join us. On, uh, Austin, tell me something good, man. Well, you know what tomorrow is? Oh, yeah, Mary Ellen's. Yeah, Friday. Mary Ellen's Not just Friday. down south. Here. Right 1040 here. 1040 Street. You don't have to go all the way down to 20, 27th and Pine Lake. You have to just come right down here to 11th and O. Right here. Get you a cup of Joe's meal. Get you some wine. Whatever you want. You can also have a pastry. But at the at the end of the day, save the pastry. Because you're going to want to leave room for Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Mm-hmm. That's going to be able to ease and quench the thirst of your soul. Start off on Thirsty Thursday, though. But it'll yeah. carry over tomorrow. You know. We yeah. get the party started early. We're pre-gaming Mary Ellen's. Absolutely. That'll be part of old school. But this is On the Block. We'll be with you till 4 here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Uh, a couple quick segments here, Strick. Uh, we'll talk some Nebraska basketball. Huskers 4-0 for the first time under Fred Hoiberg. Wow. That's an accomplishment. Kind of crazy it took this long, but what, better late than like never. 08 or was it 8? I think. Something like that, yeah. I think it's like 08 or something like that. It's been a long time it has. since so, the 4-0 start. It, that's an accomplishment for this team. They're off to, to a great start. So 4-0 is a number that stands out to me, but you mentioned as we were crossing it over that there were some numbers that stood out to you with this Nebraska basketball team. Yeah, so here's the thing. This, this, this team had been in the top 20 as far as offensive rebounding. They only had nine. Mm. That was a worry coming into this game because they're very active. They, they, they'll attack. They continue to do it. They don't stop. But the fact that Nebraska not only beat them in the office, offensive rebounding category, but they de- demolished them as well with 45 to 28. Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal in itself. This is why you have the game that you have because the defense has continued to be uh, stifling. You know, having them to shoot under 40%, that's been a while since they've had the consistency that they had. They're ranked in the mm-hmm. top. Uh, in, in the Big Ten, they're they're the leaders as far as defensive efficiency. 52 was the points that they've allowed a game, which is, you know, tops. I mean, in the Big Ten as well as one of the tops in, 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 in the country. And this team only had 63. But here's the thing. This number continues to stick out to me, Austin. 19 assists. Mm. So you go, you have 13, 15, 15, 18, and 19 assists. That means they're they're finding each other, they're looking for each other, and they're willing to make the extra one to get a better one. And they're even though they're not shooting that great, 
I mean, they started off terrible. I mean, they were shooting in the low 30s in the mm-hmm. first half of this game. Actually, no, I'm wrong. They were actually they ended up shoot ended up shooting because they made a couple of buckets. They were in the 30s and they ended up shooting 45. percent Sorry about that, but three for 17 from three, 18. Mm-hmm. percent End up second half five for nine, 56. Made it least respectable, but shooting over 45 percent from the field. Free throws still need to get better though. So that's an area that they want to make sure they improve on because of the fact of you get into Big Ten play, mm-hmm. late games, teams making runs. You want to be able to secure those with free throws. Rink Mast making the three at the end of the first half and then first possession of the second half. Bangs another one home. That was big. Uh, Bryce Williams goes two of three. I'm less worried about the free throws this year than I was last year. Nebraska, like you said, only 10 of 17. To me, that's a mental thing. Casey Tomanaga is not going to go over yeah, three at the line, and Juwan Gary is not going to go one of four many times. Yeah, yeah, that 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 is crazy to to see. But but I noticed something with Casey in that right. One of the things that Casey's doing, and sometimes he does this on his shot. I used to do it too. You know, you you feel so good about your stroke, you have that pull string. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. You 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 know, if you're watching on the stream, you would understand what I'm saying. But you you actually when you shoot it, you pull your hand back. And instead of just shooting it with a follow through and allowing it, because in free throws, you want to allow the ball to just get over the rim. That's mm-hmm. always the touch that you want. So you want to follow it through and just let it float over the rim for your makes. But when you pull the string, sometimes you get those back enders and those in and outers because it's just not the touch. It comes off a little bit harder with that pull string. Right. You just kind of snap it. It yeah. recoils, yeah. you know, kind of like a rubber band snapping instead of, the smoothness. So yeah. that's not something I'm too worried about. Casey knows. No. He'll get it figured out figured out. I still think he's pressing just a little bit, but last night was definitely better than it was the first night. We need to sneak in an extra break, so we'll do that here. We'll wrap up our thoughts with Nebraska basketball. Uh Luke, I see you on the text line as well. I will certainly give you my thoughts on the Champions Classic. And then we'll talk plenty of Nebraska and Wisconsin football. Especially the big picture. Two first year coaches two programs in transition. That'll be the big focus of our two. He's Stricky. I'm Austin. This is On the Block. We'll be back in a moment. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. On the Block, rolling right along on a beautiful thirsty Thursday. It was a little windy before. It looks like it's died down. You know what I'm on. Is that coffee or is there something Thirsty Thursday-ish I am on, alongside? I am on the meal works. Fair enough. We love it. Stop by 1040 O Street, get you all some meal. <clears throat> um, let's wrap up Nebraska basketball with this year's Rick. A couple final thoughts that, that I had. Um, points per possession for Nebraska. Yeah. Despite the clunky first half, they score 36 points. They put up I know over 40 in the second half. 1.2 points per possession. Nebraska's highest mark this year. So far, if Nebraska were to maintain that over the whole season, that's a top 20 offense. I don't think Nebraska is a top 20 offense. Can this team be a top 50 in the um, country? Like I said, if they if they continue to get the shots that they're getting, now obviously the defense is going to get better. Mm-hmm. The defenses that they're going to face are going to get better. I think the the great test for them is going to be Saturday against Oregon State. Now, no, no one says that Oregon State's a perennial powerhouse or they're – but it's a power five program mm-hmm. out of the Pac twelve. They they're used to playing. They're gonna they're gonna bring it. So you you just can't just show up. No. But uh that's gonna be a great test for them, especially in preparation as they continue to trudge along. And Duquesne's gonna also be a test for them. I think those mm-hmm. tests, 
as far as being able to maintain the speed. Ryder showed that some of that pressure, the speeding up of those shots, caused them to have a bad shooting night. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that team played pretty good defense. I like that the person that they had on him, Okoyun, um, on on. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Casey helped Casey because he was a hound. Mm-hmm. He was not going to let Casey get any space. He was, But that's when then Casey and Mass were able to find those backdoor cuts. Mm-hmm. Then you saw another great work where, this is what I love about Mast. And some somebody on here said that Mass is not that, that that kid's got a very good cerebral game. I mean, mm-hmm. listen, he plays international ball too. So when you say he doesn't translate, I y'all blow my mind with that. <laughs> you know that he's he's very cerebral. So there was a play where he ends up with the ball. Now, the play called for, and I and and I don't know their intricacies of their offense, but I can just decipher it because that's just the way I play. And. It called for Bryce Williams for a handoff. Rink says he's trailing. I, I could see it. I, I saw it all developing. Rink says he's trailing. Bryce's defender is trailing. Bryce's defender is trailing. He forgoes Bryce. Like He doesn't even make Bryce think he's going to get the ball. And in, in, in a way of the lifting up of the ball, told Bryce, keep going. Mm-hmm. And Bryce read it, continued on, and then Rink finds him on a dump off for the dunk. That's the type of stuff that if they continue to just play off of each other, cut, move with an understanding that there's going to be potentially something there. You even saw Alec make a great play. Mm -hmm. Uh, He bounced it, but had Bryce Williams not got held, he could have gotten to that ball. So there there's, that's what I like about this team is just they're, they're starting to develop a continuity of understanding the strengths of guys, what, what teams are doing, and that's what you need is cerebral players when you're dealing with read, cut, react type of offense that uh, Fred Hoiberg likes to run. Again, veteran group, mature yeah, group that yeah. played plenty of basketball that knows how to read stuff like that. You mentioned the 19 assists. Nebraska's going to get 25 assists in a game here sooner than later. I, I see it coming. I can see it. 
one other number that stands out to me, Strick, is turnovers, though. 14. Yeah. They turned it over on uh, 20% of their possessions. They get, what, 69 total possessions. They turned it over on 14 of them. And, a, and at least five of them were stupid. That was going to be my question. Okay. How concerned are you about the number of turnovers? Nebraska's been at double digits or close. Um, 10, one every you know four minutes or so, one every segment. Seems high, but you can get away with it if you're turning the other team over. But it just seems like if Nebraska cuts out those three to five stupid turnovers a game and you can limit them to single digits, that opens up five more shots for someone. It opens up an opportunity to get to the free throw line. And it's not like there's one culprit, right? It's if one, if each guy makes one better play, Nebraska's down five turnovers. There's no doubt. And, and look at where the difference is in that, right? It's in the possessions. This mm-hmm. is the importance of possessions. The, they've, they've got to understand, and I, I've got to, I've got to believe that Coach Hoiberg and, and, and the staff are breaking this down in film mm-hmm. because Stony Brook had 66 possessions. Nebraska had 60. Nebraska out-rebounded them by three on the offensive side and totally dominated on the defensive side, meaning you should be winning the possession battle. Yeah, But it's because you're turning the ball over. That's where the difference is. So your defense is saving you because your defense is playing well enough in order to get the stops that you need, even though you're not getting the possessions to make up the difference from what you're giving to them. But mm-hmm. you're only giving it to them because you're turning the ball over. So like you said, you can minimize their possessions, continue to be staunch, staunch in your defense, and then take advantage of them with the cutting and going to the free throw line, but then you've got to step your free throw. So if you in, if you implement those things mm-hmm. and let them work coincidingly, then you'll have a, a pretty good offense that you can work from in the Big Big Ten. Not give out runouts so that 63 yeah. points might drop down to 55 by the end of the night, and that just makes things that much easier for your offense. Uh, to go to break, I want to go to Luke's text on the starter Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. Um, asking about the Champions Classic. So I didn't get to watch Duke-Michigan State live. I didn't get to watch my boys. Um, went back and watched the game, though. I'll, just a quick thought on each team. Duke hasn't played his best game yet. Not shooting that well. Freshmen are still figuring it out. Tyrese Proctor hasn't had linear development. I think there's a jump in him yet. Kyle Filipowski's a monster. I, th- I think Duke's fine. Michigan State's not going to shoot at this poorly all year. Mm. They're not. They came into the game shooting like 16% from three, or they finished that game shooting like 8 of 50 from three on the season. Yeah, That team's going to be closer to 40 by the end of the year. I still like Michigan State to win the Big Ten because of the guards. I don't trust Purdue's guards. I think Sissoko's solid. Kansas, obviously the story with their win over Kentucky, Hunter Dickinson's 27 and 21, but Kentucky was down all three of their seven-footers. Yeah. So Dickinson won't go nuts like that against Kentucky if they meet again. I think Calipari made some interesting rotation decisions, didn't play the hot hand, played the guys that were highly touted coming in. Kind of felt like a business decision from him, but they looked modern. They shot 33s for like the third time in Cal's career, shot him at a pretty high clip. Rob Dillingham was fun. Reed Shepard looks like fun. I think people were low on Kentucky coming into the year. That team's going to be dangerous, Tricky. Well, that's that's the thing. And but but like you said, business decision. It's going to come down to that towards the end and what guys' mentalities are. Mm-hmm. Is it really about us being here or is it about the next level for me? And that's mm-hmm. what's really been the issue with Kentucky for quite a while is is that part of it. 
it's not the dominating factor. It's, it's how can I improve my stock in order to make this next jump? Mm-hmm. And so it just depends on if Calipari is able to, like you saying, not make a business decision, but just go with the winning combination. You know what I mean? That's like having a combination to the safe that's got hundreds of thousands of dollars in it. You need the money because you want to invest in something for the next phase of your life. And you don't use the combination. <laughs> yeah, the money's there. You don't use the combination. You just freaking just say, oh, well, you know, it's, mm. it's, it's not working. Yeah. And you just go in a different direction. But why? And leave the money. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it just depends on if Kentucky's going to leave the money in the safe. I think Cal's going to get this group to play together. I really do. This feels like one of those good Cal teams. By the end of the year, it wouldn't shock me if Kansas is the worst team in the, in the Champions Classic. Maybe I'm hating on Kansas. Maybe maybe I'm not a believer. They're good right now. They're old. They're experienced. They'll be solid. Michigan State hasn't played its best. Duke hasn't played its best. And I think Kentucky's only getting better. So I I think, man, at some point, we're going to need to start looking at the Big Ten and really start breaking that down Mm -hmm. and have just a close, in-depth look as to matchups and where teams are and and can is there an improvement there? Like, there's something that you... you, 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 We'll get into definitely with the the Michigan and, and I mean the uh, the football game that's mm-hmm. coming up with Wisconsin. That's mm-hmm. something that I definitely want to have a conversation about about the difference in the contrast of the mentalities of those teams. Which I had a that discussion with Evan Bland. There you go. Stay tuned for that. I, I think after Thanksgiving we can really reassess these Big Ten teams after they get some of those those high major games in. Um, so we'll have that discussion. But we are going to talk plenty of Nebraska Wisconsin football. Both teams are five and five. How did they get here? And then next hour is going to be big picture. Who feels better about their program right now? Nebraska fans or Wisconsin fans? Let us know your thoughts. 402-464-5685. Quick break, quick segment. Then at 440 or 245, we'll be playing the shootout. So don't go anywhere. On the Block continues next. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.